Hello and welcome to the Miss Rolling Podcast. My name's Jacob Staten and always I'm joined by JJ Armstrong. JJ, how are you? I am radical. Everything is fine and dandy. How are you? I am top of the shop, thank you, my mate. What are you stopping back on? Uh, okay, um, you're going to be slightly disappointed in this. I am on the H2O because I damaged my liver a bit too much over the course, well, basically over the course of my life, but more recently over the course of the Easter holidays, I had a bit too much beer. So I'm on a straight and narrow for a few days. Just water for me tonight. Took a trip to the Iron Islands and it's changed him. It has. What about you? What are you supping on? What you got? Well, I've got a fat glass of yellowtail jammy red root. Ooh, a fat glass of red. Left over from my Easter Sunday dinner on Sunday. Are you going to be so wine drunk, uh, crying tears about Colbach's goal later? Well, fingers crossed. Yeah, chance would be a fine thing. It would. Now, JJ, we've had a bit of activity on Twitter, haven't we? Yeah, believe it or not, people have actually replied to the to our tweets, which is a new one for us. Um, yeah, last week in the podcast, we discussed two important questions that we were going to pose to the Twitter's, Twitterverse or Twittersphere, whatever you call it. Uh, I'm not a boomer, so I don't really know these terms. Or am I a boomer? Who knows? You're a millennial, mate. We both are. Who knows what these terms mean? Well, the misters got back to us, didn't they? They got back to us. They did, they did, they did. So we said, I I put the fixture list up, ours and Bournemouth, and I said, vote here or Forest getting top two this season. We got 1,119 votes. Fucking hell. Big boys, big boys, big boys. Tell you what, I've not seen that much voting activity since David Snedden won Fame Academy. (laughs) The Snedmeister as well. Yeah. David Maybe Stedham. you are a boomer. Maybe I am, yeah. <laughs> um, so the results are in. Forest getting top two this season. We got yes, 66.3% and no, Ooh. 33.7%. So the 1,119 people that vote for that believe mostly that we have a chance of getting top two. Okay, so before we dive into that, can I just say that is way closer than I thought it was going to be when you throw into account people's online bravery and things. So yeah. fair, fair, fair play. That is a sensible sensible crowd right there. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, some there were some sensible responses. Not everyone was saying, yeah. I think people saying Bournemouth pretty much have it. Home games, just having two of them isn't great. Rest being away. Few people saying Bournemouth could quite easily lose all the games. You know, that hasn't happened so far. Um, no. hasn't been too great for him but we didn't capitalise we'll talk about that in Did. a minute um, but it was actually quite a you know a reserved wishful thinking wouldn't it be great but we don't expect it uh, so fair play yeah fair absolutely um, so let, let's I, what we'll do is I'll just I'll just mention as well we did a, a tweet about which lone player would you like to keep and we put up obviously a graphic of all five Max Lowe, James Garner, Jed Spence, Keenan Davis, and Philip Zinconago. Um, and there was a lot of mixed opinion. No, there was no one clear winner. Uh, Garner, Spence. I think Zinconago was probably the biggest loser here, but that's not to say it's that he's shit. It's biggest loser time. It's biggest loser time. But, like, that was obviously a really difficult debate. So it shows that right. people are absolutely in love with this team. But let's see. Let's go back to the top two debate. After, right. after what's happened over the last few days... We're two more games down since that last episode. Jacob, is the top two still on? So, I suppose we, the best place to start answering that question is at a uh, location just outside of London in the middle of a load of terraced houses. 
called Kenilworth Road um, against one of the filthiest football teams that's ever walked the earth. Uh, I say that as the reign of uh, as Sean Dyche's reign of terror in the uh, northwest has just come to an end. Um, yeah, so you know, afternoon kickoff on Good Friday, I, the stage was set for us to go out and, and deliver a football in Leicester. To, it's a it's a difficult one because I I, I did say to I, I believe in our, in our in our group chat that we have I did I did say that I I didn't think we played too badly on Friday. Um, it I, I think I genuinely think if we'd have had the referee from the West Brom game on Friday, we'd have walked away with a, a two three four nil win. Um, very easy. Mm. Um, was it a penalty for Colback? He was a yard away. His arms in a natural position. Get fucked. Was that a penalty? Um, should we have had at least two penalties? Probably just Ben's just being knocked about. Um, I don't know. It was it was a very interesting game. I think over 180 minutes. If we get them in the playoffs over two legs, they'll they'll get what's coming to them. In my opinion, if we have them in the playoff final, uh, depending on the, the the referee could decide the game in that kind of situation. <laughs> yeah. and I don't and I don't even really mean that in a negative way. It's just uh, if you have a referee that's more leaning towards letting the game flow, they're they're going to kick fuck out of our best players, and that that could be that could be the end of that. But if you get a referee who understands that laws are laws, then uh, we could be we could be quizzing um, JJ. What what are your thoughts on the looting game? Yeah, it was. Uh, dare I say it was a masterclass of the dark arts from Luton. They mm, uh, mm. they never well, they never really turned up to play football. It was just everything about the the whole experience was just frustrating. Um, mm. I, I sort of came went into it thinking we sh- we shouldn't be too confident here, but we don't fear anyone. We can do this. Let's get three yeah. points. <laughs> everything from waiting an extra 10, 15 minutes for Sky to sort this shit out <laughs> to get out of the tunnel. Then the game started and it was cut into black. We couldn't see what was happening. And then just it was just so frustrating. The referee performance was shocking. They got away with a lot. Um, I, I don't think it was a penalty myself, so that was really frustrating. I don't think we played poorly. I think that Jed Spence goal, which was disallowed, which is outrageous because it was a perfectly good goal. He came off their player who was trying to play the ball. If that goal was given like it should have done, it's a different game. I think Forrest then go on to, to win the game Mm, by f- sure. by two or three, I think. I think it would have changed the whole dynamic. They wouldn't have resorted to just kicking the fuck out of us and playing in a horrible, horrible, snapey, dark arts way. So I think I think it was a good thing, though. I think uh, just out of myself as a massive virgin. Um, I think it's good, though, like you say, because if you remember the Huddersfield game where we were unreal, we lost one nil. When we went to play them in the cup, it was almost like we had we owed them something. Like, have mm-hmm. that you you cunts. Um, so I feel like if we do face Luton again in the playoffs, I don't think we'll let it happen to us again. I think the players clearly have a bit of a chip on the shoulder about it. Not too happy. They've put a few things online on Twitter about the the team and about the refereeing uh, performance. So I feel like they're they out out for blood when it comes to Luton, and I think. The performance against West Brom certainly showed that they were quite pissed off about it and were willing to get back on the um, the upper hand. So I think it was a really frustrating game. I'm, I was sat there thinking, especially with, with Bournemouth dropping points, I was sat there thinking, if only we won. Um, but who knows, still a few games left. It was just really, one word to sum it up is just frustrating. Yeah, yeah, it was. Um 
it really felt like an opportunity missed. Um, in particular, following Middlesbrough's draw with Bournemouth later on that afternoon. Um, but it, it all hinged, in my opinion, on, on the West Brom game after this. And I, I think, I don't think it's gone, but I think it's really highlighted how unlikely it actually was, if that makes sense. Like, uh, I think my, my point in the previous podcast, uh, for, for the automatic promotion race was, if we were 10 games out, I would have said categorically, yes, we will catch them. Because, you know, even if we win, if we win eight of those 10, we're still, still accounting for two losses in our good form. That's, you know, that's, that's a lot, a lot of points. Whereas with only kind of six, five, six, seven games left, even if it's, if it's even that, I don't think it's even that, is it at the moment? How many games the left? games left there's five games left five games left so yeah you know it was six or seven games left it's 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 not enough it's certainly not enough um so yeah I, so I suppose that takes us into into the West Brom game JJ talk to me yeah um after the looting game I was slightly apprehensive about this one um West Brom have picked up some good results lately so before we talk about our performance against them. West Brom recently, let me just make sure I've got this right. Let me look online because I want to make sure. West Brom have beaten, they've drawn with Huddersfield, they've beaten Fulham, they've beaten Bournemouth, they've beaten Blackpool. These are all teams, you know, out and about um, fighting for playoffs really or or further if you're West Brom and Bournemouth. So I was a bit apprehensive after the looting game. I was really hoping that there wouldn't be too much hangover from it. Um, Obviously, there's worry that McKenna's out injured after him having to come off on Friday. We got the actual confirmation that Davis is out for the rest of the standard season, which really just felt like a massive blow. Like once I read that, I was just a bit like, "Ah, fuck, that's us." Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna dive in and say I didn't think that was a massive blow. I thought it was a wonderful, wonderful opportunity for Sam Surridge. Obviously, I don't want Davis to be out, but yeah, I I get get what you mean. Yeah, I think I just think I think some of the some of his games from the bench and the game against Huddersfield in the cup, I think Sam Storage is going to be one hell of a player, and this is a this yeah. is a really really nice way for him to break into the first team. Yeah. Davis can't be fucked off because he's not been dropped. Um, he's coming in, you know, he, he, he if he's got a shred of loyalty, be thinking I got to do the team and Keenan Davis proud. It's a, it's a great opportunity for him. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying that I don't trust Sam Storage. I think he's fantastic. <laughs> Yeah, and yeah, he proved he proved that um, when he played. But before the game, I was a bit like, ah, I was just really hoping not to see Graben. A lot of people might call that harsh, but I think he's third in the pecking order below uh, Davis and Sorridge. He's not even he's not even a striker anymore, is he? Um, I think he really let us down on Friday, Graben. Him, he just seemed to disrupt our game. Um, so I was not happy to see him. I'd love to see him on the bench. I think he's a really good bench option mm-hmm. um, to bring on with Lolly when we want to kick fuck out someone go for the uh, jugular but yeah I, I was a bit I was a bit nervous but I think the first maybe five ten minutes I, we looked a bit ropey but from then on it was just a fucking great performance a, mm-hmm. a professional performance and the players looked really up for it and finally I'd really hate playing West Brom so finally it was good to see us just smack them up yeah. a bit yeah we've had a few Few toughies again, the hand. We, I feel like we've had, the, we've had the Dwight Gale dive, didn't we? Really got that penalty. Yeah, uh, and then we had the the first game of the Sabre season where the, the two Aaron Murich yeah, howlers. So, 
yeah, yeah. just a couple of <coughs> we had a mighty cash last minute winner they're always nervy games last one we played this season I believe was 0-0 which was a bit boring mm. but they're a bit I always think they're a bit dirty um, Livermore and Bartley just I've always got it in my head that they're just filthy so yeah. it's good to see them get a red card and it was good decision from the ref to do so as well I don't think many refs give the I, cards yeah I think the referee that's one that's probably the best refereeing performance uh, um, of the season I've seen and I, I know a lot of particularly non-Forest fans will say well yeah of course because he gave them a red card and you a penalty but I think he got all the big decisions right he was very fair uh, I remember just after Johnson scored the penalty, he booked Jed Spence for a similar tackle that Darnell Furlong had just done to get his yellow card. So I, I don't know. I just I feel like he was very fair. Um, yeah, I feel like he wasn't bullied he, because they were. I mean, yeah. they, they, they keep talking about this throwing um, that was. It was a different phase of play, and then the ref gave it to Forrest. Who fucking cares? We didn't score from it. I know we we missed that chance we, score, and we scored from no. the corner, but it is it is Even, what it is. Isn't if, it? If we were in the Premier League or the FA Cup or whatever and there was VAR, they would not have disallowed that goal. It was a different phase of play. They It's, it's already moved on. And to be perfectly honest, it's, their, their, their reaction to that was fucking embarrassing. They, they had so many opportunities to deal with that. The ball goes up the line. I, I, I don't know. It was just, if I was Steve Bruce, I'd have been spitting feathers at my own team about that. Well, he said yeah. it. Yeah, it's just, it, yeah. If I was a West Brom fan, I'd be fucking fuming. I'd be spitting feathers at Steve Bruce if I was a West Brom fan, to be fair. They didn't look very good. <laughs> um, I just think it was, it felt relatively comfortable. Um, I know they got 10 men. I felt I'd really chuff for Brennan Johnson scoring a penalty, especially after the try to shit ass him when he uh, picked the ball, um, trying to get yeah. in his head. Really great composure from, um, from him to slot that home. Um, a fucking bullet header from Yates which is becoming normal long gone are the days of us on this podcast saying he's got a 50p head and he can't score he can't head he needs to learn it <laughs> he has learned it fantastic but something special happened uh, Jacob talk me through it and did he mean it uh, so I, I must say as well it's a lovely little touchdown line from Brendan Johnson um, I, I think I'd actually just said as well, um, we were talking about, I, I thought Jack Colbert, um, by no means did I think he was playing badly. I just think he looked a bit leggy. I, I think this would have been a, a really good game for someone like Richie Larea to, to have played. Obviously, we, we don't know that ahead of time. And I think Colbert's imperative, especially at left back. But, you know, uh, he was just looking a bit a bit leggy, like a, like a, a bit like he'd been playing wing back when he's used to playing centre midfield type thing, mm. you know, up and down. Um, but yeah, and then he, he slaps that into the back of there and... Yeah, I, I mean, anybody who thinks he meant it, just get fucked. He, he did not said, mean he that. He said he meant it. Ah, he's he got to have his tongue on the inside of his cheek there, we might. He, he did not mean that. He, I don't know. I don't know. There's, uh, there's more chance of you having having meant me to pick up a uh, another glass of water rather than a spot of Stella. Yeah. It's not. It's not happening. Um, he, it is a lovely strike. I think he's going to put it across the face to golf something to tap in. Sorry. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, it was but no, he, he, he didn't mean it, and please don't tell, try and tell me otherwise. He did. Um, Surridge's reaction to that is just fucking quality, where he just has his hand on his head. He just can't yeah. believe what's happened. Yeah, uh, yeah. And if you look at the, there's that photo, isn't it, that's going around of the um, 
when he scores the goal and Sturridge has got his hands on his head, hasn't he? That's what I just fucking said. Yeah, 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 yeah. But if you, if you, if you see if you can spot the Forest Ladies captain. Oh, there you go. Ooh, um, I know everything about the Forest. Me. <laughs> um, um, let's. Yeah. Um, what was I about to say? Fuck it, I don't know. Carry on. <laughs> uh, I, well, I want to talk about Sam Sturridge in this game because I thought he was absolutely fucking fantastic. Yes. Uh, in particular, in particular, the link up from Joe Warren and Sam Sturridge. Joe Warren oh, turned himself into David Beckham. Yeah, Joe Warren was passing. Fucking hell. Oh, yeah, Beckham's in. Uh, Beck's uh, golden bollocks, uh, as he as he likes to be known now. But yeah, I just think that that ball over the top for Sturridge to hold up. It was a different kind of hold up play towards Davis. To watch what Davis normally has. Davis normally likes the ball into feet and he'll, you know, throw, throwing elbows and, and keeping the ball and laying it off all around him. Whereas Sturridge clearly likes the ball over the top and he brings it back around and recycles it. And it's, I don't know, it was just nice to see us adapt yeah. to, uh, to a different way very quickly. No fuss, no muss. Uh, we're all, I, I don't know, everything he hit seems to turn to absolute gold. Um, I think somebody like James Garner will, will really excel in that. Somebody, somebody can knock a decent pass with Surridge always willing, always whether he got the ball or not, he was always running in behind and moving around, and uh, it was really nice when he got his goal as well because I think that that was a, a class finish. Um, when he went through one on one, I was thinking he's going to dink it, dink it into the far corner, just like an armory finish. And I would, if he'd have asked me where that ball ends up in the back of the net, I would not have said there. I didn't think that would that, that was possible, but yeah. So a fantastic finish and a, and a really good performance, and, and hopefully he's going to um, really kick on. Yeah, I, I I love his work rate when he comes on. Um, just what I think the thing about Forest fans is they will fucking love you if you can see that you're putting in the effort. Um, I think mm-hmm. that's why Graben is a different player when you're watching him on TV than when you're in the ground. Like sometimes you can just see he runs a lot and does put a lot of effort in. So. I can see why he's divided, but you can just see Surridge. It, Surridge's work rate is fucking huge. So yeah. I think he deserved the goal. I was really glad he got it. And he's only scored bangers since he's come in. Um, yeah. Some yeah, of the finishes. Tidy, tidy finishes. Some yeah. of the finishes he's done uh, since he's come in have been lovely. And I think the first, we think back to the first game that he got brought on. Was it Blackburn possibly? You could tell mm. that he was just hungry for a goal. I don't know what happened at Stoke. He looked a bit sloppy, looked like he was a bit desperate, but now he's got the I goals, seem, he just seems yeah. more confident. And I, I seem to remember watching watching him against us for Stoke towards the start of this season and thinking he was all right. Like, you, you know, you could see something. He didn't know if he necessarily really played well or... I think I remember watching him. He might he might have been the back end of like the season before. I can't remember when he joined Stoke, but yeah. he. Um, I think this is a, a great opportunity for him and... He, I haven't seen a sit. Are we owning? That's that's the thing because you know, Keenan Davis. I, I I would like to think that he will be with us next season, but you know he's played really well in the championship. There's every opportunity that somebody like, I don't know, I, I can't think of it. I was going to say Burnley, but they're going down, aren't they? Somebody of that equivalent in the Premier League is going to want going to want him. Somebody like Leeds or maybe or something like that. Um, so. Sorry, playing well is is only a win for us because we already own him. So yeah, it's um it's fantastic. Yeah, and I think if we do manage to get Davis on a permanent, Davis and Sorridge, I think are more than adequate replacement for Grabber, whose contract's running out and he is getting quite old. So 
Yeah. Um, say, if you'd have, time to say bye to Graben, get the Davison, and make Warrell captain. Thank you very much. If you'd have asked me pre-injury, should we give Graben another year? I'd have said yes. Right now, having and I know this is going to be harsh because he's only played three sub appearances and he started against Luton, but right now I think we you know we shake his hand and say thank you for for scoring his goals. Um, but yeah, go go and go and earn some money somewhere else. He can still do a job um, in the championship. Absolutely, and, so. and you know what? He may, he may go to another championship team and play all forty six games and score a lot of goals. I just. I don't think he could play as a striker in Cooper's game and he's not a good enough number 10 for Cooper's game, in my opinion. He doesn't think he play well enough. Yeah. Um, so, you know, again, shake, shake his hand and say thank you very much. But Well, before we yeah. before we finish with the West Brom game, um, important to say that this game included a sub-appearance from Cafu, who, again, looked really bright. Yeah. He's, I think he's going to be a really important bench player uh, coming yeah. into the last few games. I mean, there was a movie he did with, I think it was Brennan, where, where he dropped the back heel on. Back heel, yeah. one, two. It's lovely. Naughty. So, Cafu, again, you can tell that he loves the club. Uh, great performance. Mm-hmm. We had Steve Cook coming back off the bench, which I think was great. We got to manage McKenna's. Big W. Got to manage McKenna's minutes and his injury and yeah. see Steve Cook back on the pitch. That time has flown since it said he was going to be out for a few weeks. So, great to see him back. Dare I say, I think he goes straight back into the back three. I think, and I can't believe I'm saying this, I think it's actually semi-harsh on uh, Figueredo, who has actually been pretty good. Uh, yeah, all credit I, I to think, him. I think Figs would keep his place, and I think definitely on merit, if it wasn't for the fact that he's definitely leaving in the season. So once again, yeah. what's the fucking point? Yeah, and I think what, Figgs what, done a great yeah. job. Um, yeah, a great job. Um I would just like to point out though that this is the the first time since he was on loan initially that he's done a great job. So well, um, let's let's uh, he's doing he's playing really 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 well, and I'll be the first to admit it. Let's not get too excited though. I'm no, I'm definitely not Steve Cook all day, but I just <laughs> want to recognise real, recognise real, yeah. fair play. Also, last <laughs> game song, recognized game. We, we got to see the debut of Richie Larea oh, and Jed Spence. Jed Spence getting subbed off, which was a really weird thing to see. But yeah, Richie Larea's debut. How did you think it went, Jacob? Uh, just before we jump into Richie, uh, I think Jed got subbed because he'd already been booked. I think that's right. Why. And and he's he's you know he's he's tired from from carrying all three of those trophies that he won last week. It's from that. Um, but yeah, I think Richard Array, he looked he looked competent. We didn't really see much of it. West Brom were, were really deep at that point. Um I I don't know. I just just interested to see you know, by all accounts he played really well for Canada um uh, last month in the internationals or this month maybe. Um I just yeah, I just, I just want to see him play football. I hope he's yeah. not one of them really weird signings like Lars Veldvik or Leica who uh, or you know I know Xander Silver before he played a few games, but we seem to have some really, really, really weird signings who never play and then everyone decides to ship without having seen them play mm-hmm. type thing. So I hope he gets some game time and I hope he's really, really fucking good at football. Yeah, he seemed he seemed well up for it. It was good to finally see him get his appearance. Um I thought he seemed a bit like you could tell that he hasn't played in a while because he seemed a bit keen to make the runs and uh almost at times he's making the run bit too early um he seemed he seemed eager but he he, he looks he looked all right um 
So, yeah. We love Yeah, I, I mean, I think under normal circumstances, if that was kind of a, a 2 1, 3 1, they have 11 men, he gets a lot more space. Those those runs are in a normal game, he gets found, and he, 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 he you know, if, he just. To, to come in to come into playing against ten men who've been behind the ball for sixty minutes already, it's it's a tough one yeah. to, to adapt your game. Good for game time, and if we do happen to get Borough in the playoffs, then you mm. know Spence can't play. So equally, you know, let's get your man on next man up, as yeah. Mister Cooper would say. But yeah, a big four-one win against West Brom, uh, massive now. three points, and playoffs look to be pretty much nailed on at this stage so whoa yeah I suppose that, that's, that leads into the next question Joshua um, yes. I think I personally think that's the playoffs nailed on I think three points against Peter on Saturday is 100% nailed on um, but where do you think we'll finish um, we'll, we'll, so as of right now yeah um, I believe Fulham are currently winning 3-0 3-0 has got new two goals hasn't he so let's say Fulham let's say Fulham are uncatchable Definitely. so from two, two from two to eight where do you think we're going to finish I still think we're going to get second um, I've still Ooh. got a pick I've still got a very Ooh. a very 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 uh, oh, slight bit of hope left in me um, but I'm going to be more realistic than that and I'm going to talk playoffs um, because that is you know a fucking great consolation prize I think come the end of the season, Forest finished third, um, which is unbelievable. Unbelievable. Um, the fact that after seven games, we had one point. I know we say this most, sorry. Um, I know we say this most uh, weeks on the podcast. We were bottom of the table with one point. So it's um, it was it's pretty good going. I'm going to talk to you now about what, BBC Nottingham Sports tweeted earlier. The form table. Oh, I think it, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Last five games, Forest top it with 12. Last yep. 10, Forest top it with 23. Last yep. 15, Forest top it with 33. Last oh. 20, Forest top it with 42. Oh. Last 25, Forest top it with 51. Okay, now. Since Easy Cooper money. came in, since Cooper's first game in charge, the championship table looks like Fulham, 33 games played, 67 points up top. Second, Nottingham Forest, 33 points, 60... Sorry, 33 matches played, 66 points. So one point behind Fulham. Um, and the next down is Luton on 61 points. So five points behind, but played two more games. So that is fucking outrageous. To be bottom of the table after seven games and potentially finish third, and it looks pretty nailed on to be fair to me. Outrageous. Anyway, I've waffled with Mance too long here. So my I think Fulham, Bournemouth, Forest, Huddersfield, Luton, and Sheffield United. I'm going to go with But uh, well, I would love it if Huddersfield and Fulham bottled it, just saying. Yeah, I'm gonna go with fourth. I would no fourth. I think Huddersfield will finish third. Um, I, I don't know. I just, I just got a feeling. Just got a feeling. We'll finish fourth. Play Luton in the playoffs. Beat them fucking disgusting cunts. 
and then play Huddersfield in the playoffs and smash them fuckers off the pot like we did at the City Ground last month. Um, that's that's my prediction, JJ. So, who, fourth, so but fourth, fourth, but going up. Who's your who fills the playoff spot? So you've you've gone for Huddersfield, Forest, Huddersfield, Luton. Forest, Luton, and because the sixth spot is well up for there's quite a few years. Blades, mm. Millwall, Blackburn, Borough, and QPR. Even Coventry could have as it. it stands. I it's a battle down there. I'm going to say the table's going to finish Huddersfield, Forest, Luton, Millwall. And I think, I think Huddersfield will dispatch Millwall fairly easily. We'll get a 3-1 aggregate win against Luton. And then I think we'll beat Huddersfield 2-0 in the sunshine in May at Wembley for the first time ever. Um, yeah, there we, I, there we go. There wow. we go. Imagine that. Um, you think Blades yeah, bottle it? I think I don't think Blades necessarily bottle it. I don't think they've bottled anything all season. I think they've they've got, they're 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 where they are because they've got a very good squad, in my opinion, yeah. as opposed to having playing I mean, well or having a good manager. If um, if Blades and Bora um, don't make the playoffs, ideal situation for us. That means we can play our full strength side because we don't need to worry mm. about any potential loan signings not being available. So mm. yeah, big dobs if both of them miss it. But I, I think I can see. Blades um, scraping through. It's going to be tough down there. So. Yeah, absolutely. Well, from one end of the table, JJ, <laughs> to the other one. Oh. Aha! Let me just keep Who? scrolling all the way down. Just keep scrolling. Just keep scrolling. Just keep scrolling. So, looking at the table right now, Joshua, um, could you tell me if, if uh, who, who's bottom? Bottom is Barnsley with 30 oh, points. Oh. Oh, I'll turn, oh, there, there games they played. Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't. I think they're down. I think they're down. Who, who's above them, Joshua? Uh, we're just one point above them, but one more game Whoa. played is Derby County, and there's a big fat R next to their name. Oh, we have a fiver in the bank. See you later, yeah, lads. Bye bye. You sheep shagging bastards. Yeah, um, thrilled to bastard bits. Um, I, I will say very quietly a silent kudos to the fact that we're. I would say in mid to late April, what before they've gone down, I genuinely thought they'd be down at Christmas. Um, however, having said that, that was the ninth game they've lost in a trot away from home. So, uh, yeah, sack him. Um, you haven't got any players. Uh, fingers crossed that geezer turns out to be a wrong one, as the last one was. And uh, you go down again, uh, again, and then out of business. Season, don't they? Uh, apparently he's apparently has every intention of paying the creditors what they are owed so there will right. no be, be no uh, minus 15 but uh, fingers crossed he t- fingers crossed he turns out to be full of fingers shit crisp. and um, fingers crisp <laughs> fingers crisp fingers crisp and dry he turns out to be full of shit and uh, yeah they uh they, they they die yeah league one is looking like a place where teams go to die you've got mm. you've got Sunderland's Bolton, Ipswich, Portsmouth, Charlton, Sheffield Wednesday. Yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah, we we know all too well that it's a bastard guy. Going the, 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 yeah, yeah. I mean, buying a good having a good team won't mean fuck all in that league. It's not it's not the championship. We can play and try and play good football. There are teams down there that come to your ground and it's their FA Cup final. Literally their FA Cup final. Um, thinking, you know, Forest Green Rovers have gone up and it's, um, you know, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, do, I just, 
I think it's going to be a lot harder than what they think it than what they think it is. From personal experience, you know, my first ever season ticket was while we were in League One, and it was uh, it was a strange old season. So, yeah, they're, they're down and and, and uh, you know, every foot. As Jimmy Bollard says, football's always the winner. Yeah, add the twenty-one points on, and they're seventeenth. So, not really that yeah. great a season, I mean, is it, boys? No, no, um, no, no. It's not. Was it nine, nine away games lost in a row? So, you know, I, I mean, and I, and, I, and I say this with all, with all being very genuine. Fair play to them that it's mid to late April before they've gone down. I again, I thought it would be Christmas and they, they'd be done. Um, but yeah, oh, well, I did the same last season, didn't I? With Sheffield Wednesday, I said they'd be down, uh, down easy money. And it was last game of the season, wasn't it, against Derby that kept them up? Yeah, so that's it. it's, um, yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting one, but uh, everybody's happy. Let's yeah, we're all winners at the end of the day. We're all football's the winner, we're all winners. There we go. Well, JJ, I suppose that rounds us up very nicely uh, for this episode of the Miss Rolling In podcast. If you're joining us for the first time, hello! If you're joining us for more than than the first time, thanks for coming back. Um, Me and JJ will be trying to get together again to record another one. When, JJ? I think... After what what games? After what games? What we've got? Let's say after After, Fulham. After after Fulham. We'll try and get back together. Try and keep it... Quick prediction, what we're saying. Quick fire... Forest against Peterborough. Five one Forest. Five one Forest. I'm going three nil. Forest against Fulham. What we saying? One nil Forest. You risk. I'm going for one nil as well. We're confident. But yeah, we'll try try and get another podcast out before the Swansea game, which we will be attending. So we will be attending. If we don't get a podcast out before the Fulham before the Fulham game, it is extremely likely we'll be in Poets Corner before the game. So please, if you Hear how hear our dulcet tones. Um, say hello to me, but not JJ, as he'll probably uh, sit in the corner and piss himself. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, see you later. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> you red. <laughs> <laughs>